on everybody it is 1 p.m here in chicago illinois that means it's time for another live stream today is tuesday november 16th 2021 how you guys doing today today i thought it's been a while so i thought it'd be a great time to play a game i love trivia i love tuesday i mean i like the alliteration of tuesday but we rarely play trivia here today we're going to play a new game that's called either i'm not sure what to call it i mean they're going to call it decathlon sells what or what's that decathlon so i recently discovered i mean i've known about decathlon as a european kind of like sports retailer i only recently discovered that they sell stuff in the united states they actually have actual stores if you go to their website in the search bar it says it's like it's pre-populated you know like a lot of times it'll say search um and like grayed out text for people to like let people know you could type in that box for them it says like ten thousand sports 80,000 products or I'm not sure just some r ridiculous number of things that they sell in a wide variety of sports and like they're they're kind of like their business model is very much like a Trader Joe's or an Aldi where um, you know all the brands not you don't recognize any of the brands but they sell a lot of different kinds of things at a lot of really kind of crazy low prices um, and I've been reading up on Decathlon a little bit and kind of their business model is you know, they really want to get people trying new sports. So like a lot of times when you try to exp explore a new sport, there's all the stuff that you need to get. And it's super expensive. And you're not sure if you're gonna even going to like it. Decathlon's like, well, let's re reduce some of those, remove or reduce some of those barriers, try and make things as accessible as possible, which I'm definitely a big fan of. So um, I've been searching their website a lot. And I think that has picked up in some of like my, my cookies or whatever. And so like on the phone, like, I'll just get a weird ad on Instagram for something. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. What is that? And it's something that Decathlon is trying to sell me. So that's where the idea for the game came from. We used to play this one on Amazon a lot. Um, and because, like, Amazon used to have really bad uh, captions for their stuff. And so it would be like, what are they even trying to sell me today? So that game always worked out pretty well. Hopefully it'll work out with Decathlon. All right, before we get into that, let's have everyone listening on the podcast. Hopefully you guys are having a good run out there today or having a really great commute. Hopefully there's no traffic for you guys and things are smooth. I had a really nice run outside today. Um, I ran in the Mizuno something, the ones with the the plastic plate in it, the wave, I think it's a wave and it's the wave and I forget what it's ca even called. I had a surprisingly good run in that. I really enjoyed, I didn't think I was going to enjoy the shoe at all but I actually ended up really liking it. Um, so I had a good run today, and the weather was real nice. Uh, so hopefully you guys are having a good run out there today too. Everyone watching on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you have an, a nice recovery beverage, sitting back and relax. I don't have my afternoon coffee today because as soon as I got back from the run, I had to make today's trivia game. And I do have some cookies as snacks. I'm pretty hungry. I didn't have to, anything to eat after my run, which I always try to do something. But if I need to, I'll jump into the snacks. All right. Let's see who's here. We got Jeff Elliott says, it's another crazy work day. Hope everyone's doing well. We're coming from the races over the last few weeks. Yeah, it's been a fun time in the running community, hasn't it? JC says, hello, Decathlon Trivia, eh? Ready for the humbling. Yeah, so we're going to have to, I'll either ask you to like guess the sport or guess what the product even is. Uh, and for those of you listening, you know, a lot of this is going to be visual, but I'll try to describe what we're looking at on the screen. So that way uh, you guys can play along at home as well but it's it's mostly not i don't think any of the questions the products are for running so they're for all sorts of different sports all right martha says mike i don't if you didn't already check the courtyard cal expo in west sacramento it's sold out but the fairfield and residents in the same location still have room all right well thank you for letting me know 
I'm going to have my wife help me out with some of this stuff because she's really good at it. Um, she travels for work. So we have lots of points and stuff at places. So I got to kind of coordinate through her. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. I'm not too worried. All right. Thank you, though, for, for checking in on me, Martha, because you, you guys know I'm bad at this stuff and I like to procrastinate. Danny Runner says, good morning, everyone. And Eliza says, hello, all. Work has been hectic for me as well today, but finally get to join again. Awesome. All right. Steve says, yo, just got back from a run, so need to freshen up. Q1. When was the first decathlon? Answer 1492. Is it, was it <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, really? Is it that old? I'm like, wait a minute. You had me there. You had me. All right. Um, Stevie76 says, yo, what's go going on? And Frank says, decathlon, what? And my mom's here. Says, hello from New Jersey. All right, Ray the Solar is a happy jogger. Sergeant Ray says, hello, everyone. Knocked out three miles in the Skechers Razor. No speed elites, just the Razor elites. And got to be careful with those Skechers names. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's confusing. I mean, they're not the worst, but they're, oh, maybe they are the worst, but not by much, I would say. All right, let's get to some questions. Sorry for everyone who's uh, in here. Um, if you had any questions, feel free to put them in again. I apologize to make you repeat yourself, but I want to get started with the game and uh, kind of keep up, try to keep up with you guys in the chat as much as possible. All right, so here's the first product. And so what I've done is I'm taking the actual like product listing. I've tried to redact like the most important information, sometimes covering up pictures um, so it doesn't give it away, right? So um, we'll, we'll try that and let's see how it goes. So for the first one, oh, let's do it this way. There we go, it's a little bit bigger. Um, yeah, I'm on a different computer today, so like my stuff doesn't look quite the same as it normally does. So here we go. So the first thing, the uh, the product is from Decathlon. It's for a, from a sub brand called Fuganza. Normally twenty dollars on sale for ten dollars. Comes in black. Um, it looks like some sort of pad to me. Like if I were just looking at this, there's two of them in the set, um, but it doesn't look like uh, like an elbow pad or anything like that. Uh, the sizes on this are like FS, I'm trying to see, uh, computer's a little bit harder to see. PS, FS, and CS are the sizes. Uh, FS and CS are sold out. So what are these and, and or what are they for? So <laughs> we got some guesses. Martha thinks it's a girdle. Uh, Jeff Elliott thinks it's elbow pads. Uh, Dr. Josh is here, what up fam, says it's a shin guard. I think that's what it looks like to me and that would totally be my guess. Um, CJ, the runner says, looks like uh, military armor, and uh, Dr. Joss also guessing wrist guard. I think, I think like a like a forearm guard. I said probably what it like kind of like looks to me. Tasmania running also coming with shin guards. Um, Jason does his Batman armor plates, uh, and Donald Beck says it looks like a back brace. It's two pieces though, so like I guess if it were like one, I could see kind of see that. Steven76 says it could be groin activators, and JC says archery guard, which I think is probably the best guess because, like, it's just very, very weird and, and specific. But let's see if I can get – how do I get to um, – all right. Let's get to – all right. Um, how do I advance? Here we go. What it is is it's a horse riding tendon boots for horse or pony twin pack soft. Uh, so, yeah. So that, that's what it is. Um, I've uncovered un, uh, the description of the product, or I guess, the pro I guess that's the product name. Talk about weird product names. And there's another picture in the corner, and if we click on that picture, there's a picture of a horse. Where, I don't know. I, I think that these are Photoshopped. But it looks like a picture of the horse wearing them. 
And it looks like the pads go on like the medial sides of the horse's legs near like the top of the hoof. So that's what that is, believe it or not. I don't think anybody had that. Did anyone have that? <laughs> Tasmania running with a, a hand on face emoji. Uh, Dr. Joshua's uh, LOL and says, why the long face? <laughs> oh, man. Man, it's, um, yeah, such a weird product. And by the way, so the way I found all these products today is uh, I went on the Decathlon website and I um, did, I looked at their sale section and I went all the way to the back. They have 28 pages of sale items and I just started from the back to move forward to see kind of like what they were selling. And I will tell you a lot of horse stuff, so much horse stuff. Like why are they selling so many horse products? They probably sell more horse products than they sell running products. It's amazing. And um, the other thing was there's a lot of fishing stuff, which makes sense, like lures, lines, rods, things like that. So much, so much. It was it was absolutely crazy. Um, all right, where do we see? We got some, Mika said, hello all, 90-minute trail today in pitch black darkness, which made things pretty interesting. And I had to take a break from trail running one time. It was when I, last time I was out in Phoenix. I forgot to bring any headlamp with me and I went for a run before work and it was winter. It was right before the pandemic. Um, I actually cut the trip a day short to get home, try to fly home quick. Um, I was worried the airports were all closed and I was, uh, I was running. It was raining in Phoenix of all things and it was dark. So everything was slippery and wet and I felt like I'm going to run into a flash flood somehow and uh, just so, so dark. It was miserable. So I know I know how that feels. That's definitely stinks. Um, all right. Mika also says, I coach and compete in Olympic archery for 15 plus years. You'd kill yourself if you try to use that as an archery arm guard. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's funny. And Jeff Elliott says, that looks like an actual pick. You think that was a real picture? Uh, it could be. I mean, I don't know. So many things are photo so many product listings are photoshopped these days. It's kind of annoying. And Frank says, what sport is a horse supposed to be doing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I guess I should have read the product description a little more. Sometimes the product descriptions aren't, don't give a lot. Um, maybe it's playing polo, like not water polo, like regular polo. They don't call it like horse polo. They just call it polo, right? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, all right. <laughs> I can't imagine how the horse feels about those. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, all right, let's get to the next one. Um, all right, I have this advance here. Next one here. It is $5.99. Let's see if I could just go to that. Yeah, I can't make it that much bigger. $5.99. It's from Decathlon's brand called Outshock. It looks like uh, a piece of fabric. Um, I don't remember if you get one or two in the set here, um, but it looks like a piece of fabric that's rolled up. Almost like a, like an ace bandage kind of roll, but it, this one's black. It looks like it's canvas. Uh, it's got a strip on the one end, and it looks like uh, like a little loop uh, or something sort of attachment point on the other end of it, and it's rolled up. What sport is this for? Anyone? Jeff Elliott thinks it's wrist straps for lifting. I think these straps are kind of long, but that I think is that's, that's pretty close. I think some people got it already. Oh, you know, you got it. You guys already figured this one out. Um, let's see. Uh, Fit Enough Life says these are wrist straps. 
And Kevin Bickerton, I think, is the first one that got it. These are boxing hand wraps. So let's go. Here's the listing. They are the Outshock 100 eight-foot, two-inch boxing wrap. And here's the, there's an actual picture of the guy wearing it. So like the wrap that people put on their hands, like uh, I, I've never – I've only – I've done like a boxing class in a gym like once. Other than that, I've never done any actual boxing before. I've never put on like gloves before. Um, but we did put those on and then like you hit like the big heavy bag thing before as well, something I've done before. But that's kind of like what it looks like. So like it's a special wrap that you use for boxing. And you guys got that one right away. I thought that'd be a little bit harder. Um, Runner Will says you put those under your gloves. Frank says these are for pole dancing or school board elections. <laughs> Ah, oh, funny, funny. Duke BB22 thought they were gymnastics wrist straps. I think they could be. Mm, all right. Uh, and JC says Rocky would never use those. And Donald Beck says that guy's going to get creamed. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's funny. Like, you know, like when, whenever they do these photo shoots, they never use like actual athletes in the sports, do they? Um, yeah. Let's get to the next one. Number three for today. This one was super weird um i wasn't sure what this one was um i think the answer is a little bit underwhelming but so what this is it's from the brand quechua it's a hundred bucks on sale normally 150 dollars they said it says the color is green but to me it looks like uh the gray of a, like a ping pong table and i when i saw this i thought that this was some sort of three-sided ping pong table kind of like when you go to like uh chuck e cheese or like um those like arcades for adults like Dave and Buster's or like here there's one called uh, For the Win, FTW. Um, I thought maybe it was like a new kind of like table tennis. In the center, there's a triangle that's elevated like a couple of inches. So like um, I thought that maybe that was somewhere where if you slam it or something like that. Because like, where's that ball? Spike ball? There's that game Spike ball that kids play or people play up at the beach or whatever. Um and I thought maybe it was something like that. So that's kind of like what it looks like to me, a three-sided ping pong table, but there's no net. I mean, there is a net, but it's underneath. Um, but yeah, JC said, you know, he thinks it's three, three ping pong. That was my first guest. Uh, and, but there, I looked through all the pictures. There's no ping pong paddle or ball uh, included. Um, yeah. Jay Preza says, I just ordered the Kalenji tactile running gloves and running hat. Hopefully it will keep me warm in 40 degree temps. I think I think that's about as good as those will be. Um, for me, at forty, I probably want like a little. I have a pair of the Janji running gloves that are a little bit thicker um, and are a little bit more wind resistant that uh, I use for like for between thirty and forty, or like once we get to around like around freezing, that's when I'm already in the mittens for me. But yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Duke BB says it's a poker table from the Godfather. <laughs> Can you imagine playing around this this thing? Um, Frank says this is for com competitive yerba mate drinking. Um, Tasmania running says it's a UFO-style drone. That would be kind of cool. Uh, but a lot of you guys uh, have get, um, gotten it right. I like these answers, though. Jason Dell says it's that chess game from Star Wars. I, how has that never been like released as a game or even like an app, right? There's like That's never happened. How is that like? There's been so many things that have been licensed under LucasArts. Like, how has, like, the chess game that they play on the Millennium Falcon, how, can, how has that never been, like, a thing? Or maybe it has been. I just never played it. I don't know. But let's see. Who had it first? I think it was Ennis had it first. It's a camp table. That's kind of, like, an underwhelming answer. But it is the 
teepee hexagonal camping table for six people. It's kind of three parts, if you look at it, that get assembled together. Um, and it all fits into like a relatively small bag. There's a picture, if you scroll down, of people like sitting around it eating dinner and stuff. And so, yeah. There's an the elevated section that I thought maybe it was like, like a lazy, maybe it's spun. It just doesn't spin, but it's just elevated. But you put, I guess, your salad bowl on top of there, things that you want to put in the middle. And then under that, there's like a net. And I was like, what? what is that? I thought maybe that's like you just shove your garbage in underneath. I thought maybe that's what it was, but it's not. It's just a netted area. I'm not sure why it's like that. Um, I feel like there's a missed opportunity there somehow, but there's a net. Um, you can also lay it flat. You don't have to have that elevated area, so you can just... Um, I guess play games. That's what they're doing in the second picture over there. By the way, this is not sponsored by Decathlon. Decathlon has sent me stuff in, in the past, um, but this is not sponsored by Decathlon. I'm just like, uh, I feel like this is like this place is like Toys R Us, but for like grownups and maybe even for kids. Um, and I just feel like a kid in a candy store looking at this store. I really want to go to a Decathlon at some point. If Decathlon's watching, they should totally fly me out to San Francisco. And have me go on an adventure in the store and then like just buy stuff at the store and go on an adventure for the weekend with only stuff I bought at the store. I feel like that would be a fun video, but not sponsored. Uh, all right. But you guys, a lot of you guys had it. You got figured it out. Cuddle said it was a camping table. Runner Will knew it's a picnic table. Yeah. Paul Wood, Ludwig said, I need that for nights at Ruminia. They say in the description that you can adjust the leg height to make it like coffee table height too. So I feel like that, like if you're sitting around like on a picnic, you know, lower, and if you were just sitting like on a picnic blanket, could totally use that too. So I feel like I kind of really, really want this thing. But I can also imagine like how mad grandpa would be if I were like bringing this to use for like the kids' table at Thanksgiving instead of like his regular card table. He'd be like, what's, what's this now? He'd be like, get this out of here. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Dr. Josh says it's like a Domino's table. I feel like that center area would be great for like pushing things, you know, like in the middle, in the center. So I feel like Domino's would be great to put in there. You know what I want? I want that table that they're playing that, um, whatever, that tile game from Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. They play in the back of the, of a DK store or whatever that was. Is it a club? I don't know. But like they push the thing and then all the Domino's come out. I don't know, whatever that was. I want that. Martha wants to know if the centerpiece is a flight deterrent. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't. Know. I think it's just a raised area, just to kind of like, I don't know, make it easier for people to reach stuff or to store stuff. I, I, I just don't know. But I'm super intrigued, and I really want this table. I have no use for it, no space for it. Don't, don't get it for me. But I want it for some reason. Jeff Elliott thinks it's where you put the chicken bones in her crap shop. I was, I thought. I thought like if, if you give this to a bunch of Asian people, they're gonna they're gonna go and eat crabs and just put all the crab shells inside. That's what they're gonna do. And just like shuck the crabs in the in your shells and just throw that in there. That's how we eat. Yeah. That's I mean, that was my first thought too. Or garbage. All right. Let's get to the we're going through these quick. Let's get to number I think this is number four already. Four. All right. Uh, number four, we've got something. It's black on the outside. It's rolled over, kind of like a hot dog bun, but it's standing up. It's red on the inside. It looks like a pad. To me, it looks like the pads that they used to put on, um, what did they call it? The tube of a bike. Um, 
so that way if uh you like not fell but in case you didn't like uh stop correctly and you were on the seat of a bicycle that bar it would protect your crotch from getting hit on the bar or like the ones that they put on the front of like your bmx bike so you didn't smash smash your face into it it looks kind of like pads like that you know so um samantha thinks that it's a pillow it's from the brand Outshock from Decathlon, and it's nine dollars normally twelve ninety nine. You can get it at small, medium, or or large XL. Um, Matthew Rhodes thinks it's a splint. Jeff Elliott thinks it's a shin pad. Shirley, Doctor Josh thinks it's a squat bar guard. I think that's a good guess too, because then you could have it for on your shoulders, and then you could right. That has how you squat. I haven't squatted in. I haven't squatted with like a barbell in like twenty years. Um, Frank says it's a Taekwondo shin guard. I think it's a really good guess. Jay Preza also thinking karate shin pads. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pipe insulators. And CV76 says it's a shin guard for a camel. The correct answer is, uh, where's my button here? It is indeed um, the Outshock 100 Beginner Martial Arts and Savate Boxing Shin Guard. Um, and for some reason, I was really thinking that that picture, like if they put this on a person, for some reason, I was like, for sure, they're going to put show a picture of this on like a small child. And I was like scrolling down the pictures on the left-hand side there, like, please be like a really goofy p- picture of a child wearing this. But instead, it's a picture of like a grown man with like hairy legs wearing these. And when they put the pads on the person, they look so much bigger than they looked in the photo. So like these look like padded, like soccer shin guards size guards whereas before they looked like they were meant to like wrap a handlebar you know so super super strange but only nine dollars so if you want to get into uh martial arts or sabate am i saying that right sabate boxing these are these are pretty good one to get i get i think all right Mm, let's do uh, samantha says (laughs) i'm stuck on camping (laughs) i love it I love it. Um, Runner Real says, I don't think squat bar pads come in sizes. That's true. That's true. That, that was, I think that would be a good hint. Donald Beck thinks that you could use those as an arm thing for training attack dogs. I think you. I think for training attack dogs, you, oh, wait, do they, they, do they make just an arm guard? I thought that you only have to wear the full suit. I don't know. Um, and uh, Donald Beck says, Sabate is French foot fighting. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that before. But that would make sense to Kathmon, French company. All right. <laughs> Martin says, and it's so true, I can't not see it now. The model has really flat feet. There's no arch. There's definitely no arch uh, there. It's crazy. Uh, Amika Katai says, Savate is a pretty brutal sport, quite popular around here. Oh, now I kind of want to watch it. Oh, sorry. Warren Will says, it's Savat. Okay, Savat. I guess it's French. Makes sense. All right. Um, Rico De La Vega with a running question. You can have a pre-CIM group run. Yeah, we're going to do it Saturday. Um, I was telling my wife, I booked my flights for CIM yesterday. And I was like, you know, there is a, uh, there's a flight that leaves at 2 p.m. And I'm like, all right, the race starts at 7. I run a three-hour marathon. That gets me into the finish line at 10. That means I have an hour to get to the gear check and then the beer tent, drink a couple beers and then go back to my hotel shower and then head out to the airport. She's like, that's a terrible idea. 
She's like, when's the next flight? I'm like, 4 p.m. She's like, take the 4 p.m. But then I'm like, but then I have to go through Denver and I won't get home till midnight. She's like, take the 4 p.m. So I'll be around afterwards as well. You can find me by the beer tent. So you guys all have to all also let me know what your bib numbers are so I can track you guys. Um, so I can know when to expect everybody. Um, I mean, I don't think I'll be in front of all of you guys. Hopefully I'll be in front of some of you guys. But I also want to make sure I see I could see everybody. Um, all right. Ray says, with the super chat, thanks so much, Ray. Says, my average training pace is 10 minutes per mile. I'm doing Hal Higdon Novus 1. Prediction for my race pace? Um, yeah, I think that it's going to I mean, is that your easy pace for all of your running, I'm assuming, if you're doing 10-minute miles? Um, prediction for race pace for if you're doing like a half marathon or marathon? You know, it could be a little bit faster than that. I think that a good way to check on that, um, I mean, your LA marathon is coming, it's not going to be for a while, right? So in between now and then, I think that you could do like a 5K or a 10K time trial, probably a 5K time trial. It's a little bit easier to fit into any training schedule. So do that. That'll give you a sense of kind of like where your ranges are. So you've got easy, then you've got 5K pace, and then you can start kind of like filling in and understanding what some of those other paces are as well. Um, I think that's going to be really helpful for you. Um, also, if you do a half marathon in the middle, somewhere in there, that'll also just give you some ideas of like kind of where your fitness level is um, for some of those races. So I think that it's really going to depend on um, I'll need a little bit more information than just 10 minute per mile for your easy paces. But I'm thinking that um, I was running, I mean, just going off of just that pace number for most of your runs. I think that I was running kind of somewhere in that range for my first marathon. Um, and I showed up to the starting line injured. I had a bathroom break and I totally blew up. Um, and I came in at 445 in that range. So um, I think that it's going to be an un under five hours is kind of like where I put the outer limit of it. But maybe we can get some more information over the next couple of weeks and months so we can figure out where that goes. And Ray says, I am doing the 5K turkey trot and half on 123.22. All right. Well, there you go. So um, after the 5K, let's, let's revisit and we'll talk about it a little bit more from there. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Jess says I should run CIM while wearing the worst pad. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's do one more. Uh, hey, co-family, random question. Have a 12-minute run for distance challenge at Orange Theory tomorrow. Hoping to run it at six minutes per mile. Any thoughts on using my carbon-plated racers for it? Pros? Carbon X? Um, yeah, I think either I, those are going to be fine. If you're doing it for, if you're doing it at Orange Theory, then you're going to be on a treadmill. I think that you could really go with something even um, more kind of race and short distance oriented if you have something like that. Um, so like they're really, I would say like the lighter, the springier, the more like special the shoe you have, I think the better depending on what else you have. So, I mean, yeah. I would normally say like a carbon plated super shoe is probably a little bit excessive for the treadmill. But I mean, if you're doing a, 12 minute run for distance challenge go for it i say have some fun all right um, leona's here says late again and boy i went to the san francisco decathlon store in san francisco last monday and picked up just a few things see i feel like i need to go out there 
I feel like that would be a lot of fun. Um, all right. Let's get to um, the next one. This one is super weird. If you guys get this, it's probably because you've played this sport. But I was like, what is that? So this one is from a, de a decathlon brand called Offload. It looks like a pair of kind of like half tights, but it's got padding all over the place. Um, it's got pads on the hips and the pads like look super like thick. It looks like, uh, you know, those pads that do you guys know? Like, have you seen like they put pads on top of football, like the quarterback's helmet these days to give the quarterback just some extra, extra protection during practice. Or I'm just trying to think of what the pad looks like. It's like try to describe it for people that are watching. It's almost like a waffle pattern of padding. The padding looks like it's about three quarters to maybe an inch thick. Um, but it's covers like the hips and then down kind of like the side of the leg, almost to like the front of the leg, nothing medially, nothing in the groin area, nothing in the crotch. So, um, that's what it is there. It's like a very strong military vibe here. It's like green and black. Um, and it says Kipsta on the waistband. So yeah, not sure what these are. Um, uh, <laughs> says offload is an athletic diaper. <laughs> no, uh, Dr. Justin's motocross shorts, which is, that's where I would go. That kind of reminds me of that kind of padding. Um, let's see. Um, Jeff Elliott thinks football hip pads. That I also think is a really great, uh, guess. Donald Beck thinks it's for BMX. Ricky Reed also says football pads. Frank says it's snowmobiling underwear. I feel like snowmobiles have pretty nice seats, don't they? But I also feel like, I don't know. I never really thought I would need bike shorts with like the chamois inside, but I love them. So maybe maybe snowmobiling does have shorts or pads underneath. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Dr. Justice says it's cyan armor. Martha thinks it's for professional dodgeball. Another book for football. This one's from Matthew Rhodes. And it says it's downhill mountain bike undershorts or snowboard underwear. Is there a special padded underwear for snowboarding? I've only been snowboarding maybe five times in my life, but I remember the first time I went, I spent the day on my butt and I hit the back of my head a whole bunch of times. Cause like you kind of hit and then whoop, your head goes back. Um, but I didn't know that they made, but I guess like if you have snow pants are kind of padded already. I don't know. Extra things that these are preposterous. Uh, Tasmanian running, Tasmanian running says it's pads for standing in an aggressive airport queue venture. Another coming with a boat for mountain biking pads. Duke BB 22 says basketball padded shorts. No one has got it. No one has got it right so far. Mm. Oh, wait, wait. Ventures got it right. Rugby. That is the answer. These are adult rugby protective undershorts. Um, I don't know if you guys can see it in the picture, but there's also a picture on the back where there's a little tiny pad right where kind of like the tailbone issue or like, I guess, where about is that? You know? Uh, yeah, tailbone, tailbone-ish area. So it's kind of like a weird looking spot. And then in one of the pictures, it shows that there's a whole set. There's a top and a bottom that goes with this. And so uh, there's a shirt and the shirt has basically like a pad going back down on the spine, on top of the shoulders and like uh, on the side of the tricep, which I feel like is kind of, weird. but maybe that's where you get tackled. I don't know. Um, I've never played rugby before clearly um 
my friend Jamal, who is the race director for that trail race that I ran, he used to play Australian rules football back in St. Louis. A bunch of my friends from college. Um, after college, I ended up playing Austra- Aussie rules football. Kind of strange. Um, but it was real big at the time down there. But I didn't think that anyone wore pads. I just thought that in rugby, you wore uh, like the uh, Ralph Lauren shirts, the collared shirt with the stripes and stuff, and then the short shorts. I didn't realize they were like pads and stuff. I just thought, I just thought you just wore like tight shorts and a collared shirt, and that was it. But apparently, there's regular clothes for it, so that's it. So that's the five for today. Um, we do, I do have a, a bonus, and we'll get to that in a second, real quick. But uh, Melvin wants to know is it the base layer to wear under hockey pants? I think hockey pants are hockey pants are very padded, aren't they? If I recall correctly, I never played hockey before. Mm, yeah, Kevin Bickard knows the Kips the brand in UK. It's for rugby. See, there you go. Mm. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, <laughs> Martha says, I don't want to do a sport that calls for this kind of uniform. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's so funny. And Cuddle says, it's shorts you wear in a garden with lots of prickly pan- plants. That's so funny. Um, Terry Furlong says, Aussie rules is fighting and a ball. It's excellent. No one understands it. I, You know, I watched a lot of the games, um, and uh, I was like, it was like me and a couple of the, the guys' girlfriends uh, were the spectators at every game. And people were like, dude, we need another player. Why don't you play? And I was like, um, because I don't have health insurance. I didn't have health insurance at the time. So I was like, I'm not playing a game that's full contact, no pads, and I don't have health insurance. So, you know, I'm not going to play. I, I, I mean, it didn't make so much sense because I was also riding a motorcycle as my only means of you know, motorized transportation at the time. So I was kind of being inconsistent, but, you know, I felt like I was being dangerous enough, I guess. So, yeah, there's that. Um, All right. Midlife Runner wants to know, is it too early for pacing strategy for CIM? Uh, No, I mean, I think the pacing strategy is going to be line up a little bit behind that three-hour pace group and keep them in sight for the whole race. Um, uh, I'll only kind of get closer to them and, like, tuck in with them if it's windy on the day. If it's not windy on the day, I'll probably line up a lot further back um, and then just try to keep them ahead of me uh, a certain amount of distance just so I kind of know where they am, where they are. And then I don't have I won't have to worry about like looking at my watch that much. I'm going to try not to look at my watch that much during the day. I'm just trying to like zone out, get not zone out, but like, I guess, zone in, focus a lot and, um, you know, uh, ride in cruise control. Mm, all right i'm half pedro says good afternoon everyone hey go have you tried or intend to try the 10,000 cc collab by rich roll um you know i i love rich roll but that 10,000 brand like i see the ads for it and i'm like i don't know about this i'm not sure like i see the ads on instagram i'm like these these images they i'm not sure if these are legit but then if rich rolls behind it and I feel like some other serious athletes are behind it too. So I don't know, maybe, maybe, but like, um, I don't know, there's something about their branding that I just haven't liked visually, but I don't know, maybe, um, Leona says, I like to stick with the pace group because they help make a way through ma- the many runners. Oh, that's true. That's true. 
Uh, Linton Wong wants to know, hey, Kofuzi, which heart rate strap do you, use mo- do you most use? And two, which watch do you like more for everyday use, Polar Grit X Pro or Garmin Phoenix X6? So for number one, um, I mostly use the Polar H9 as a chest strap. I use that in the summer. In the winter, um, the chest strap doesn't conduct well enough for me unless I use a conductive gel, which is kind of gross to put on. It's fine. It's just annoying. Um, so I usually go to an armband. I think I have it right here because um, I just took off all my running stuff when I came in. This is the Polar Verity Sense. It goes on my arm. I put it like up here by uh, in the middle of my arm. Um, and it's an optical sensor, and it works great. So that's the ones that I use uh, for when it's colder out. Which watch do I like more for everyday use? Um, I've never tried the Phoenix 6X before. I think it was Matt has been posting. Matt Legrand has been posting a bunch of Garmin deals. Um, so I think I'm going to probably pick one up, but I think I'm going to pick up the 945. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm a Phoenix person, but we'll see. Um, I do like the Grit X Pro quite a bit. It's heavy though. My, I think I probably prefer the most, the Vantage V2 of the Polar Watches. All right, let's get to the bonus for today. So we've got a bonus, uh, one, and this one is a shoe, but it's weird. So check it out. So it's from the brand called, the Decathlon brand called uh, Simond. And you can see I, there's a K that's somewhere in that um, name. I didn't weigh it out completely. It's normally $45 on sale for $30. Um, to me, it's, it's blue and black. And to me, it looks like um, when you go to a carnival and there's carnival games and you can win like stuffed animals as a prize. And if one were a sneaker, that's kind of what I think this looks like. It's got a giant um, pull tab at the back. Um, and it's blue with lots of black kind of like edging all around it. Um, the sizes run from 2.5 to 9. And all sizes are sold out except 2.5. I don't really understand what's going on with the, with the sizing. But what kind of sport is this for? Oh, man. I thought this would be a little bit more tricky. But you guys got it right away. Terry knows this is for rock climbing. Frank had it, I think Frank had it first. It's a climbing shoe. Um, Venture has it as well. Venture got a couple right today. Innes had it at rock climbing. Man, you guys knew this right away. Here's the thing. So, like, look at the sizes, though, right? The sizes seem weird. And for rock climbing shoes, they always tell people to, like, size up a lot. Sometimes I wear – I usually wear a size 10 in rock climbing shoes when, I, when I've gone. Um normally a size nine but this i don't know if this is a kid's shoe or what it looks ridiculous it looks like it's a kid sh- it looks like a fisher price my first rock climbing shoe um but if i show you if we scroll down to uh it's called the climbing shoes rock it's just the name of the product if we go down to the picture it looks like there's adults wearing them adult two adult i think there's two adult women in each of these pictures and it just looks like regular rock climbing shoes so there's that I don't know. But, every, man, everyone had that. There wasn't a wrong guess in the bunch. Man, you guys had it right away. I wouldn't have been able. I mean, I only because I my kids are into rock climbing and I've gone. Um, that's the only one that I, that's the only reason why I would be able to recognize it. But even then, I was like, what's wrong with this picture? Something's wrong with this picture. I couldn't figure it out. But you guys had it. You guys are amazing. Um, all right. Tasmania wants to know, did the 945 with the eSIM come out? You know, I don't know. I'm not sure that that's all that interesting to me. You know, I mean, um, I was I watched uh, Desfit's video on it. I watched 
DC Rainmaker's video on it. But I do like that it's smaller and lighter. I'll probably get it anyway. If I get if I get a new 945, I'm not sure. Um, all right. Maybe I, yes, I'll have it. Jason Dahl says, for climbing, you're supposed to squeeze into the smallest ones you can. Well, at least according to Brooklyn Boulders, that is. Yeah, I, I've heard that, but I'm just like, these are so uncomfortable. I feel like when I'm in climbing shoes, the only way to be comfortable in them is if you do this with your toes. Like that, I mean, I don't know. That's, uh, I, I'd rather be a little bit more comfortable than do whatever my toes are need to be doing in a rock climbing shoe. That's, they're just so uncomfortable. I just don't like, I don't like being in rock climbing shoes. I got to tell you that. Mm. Frank says, <laughs> it's really for a competitive rickrolling. <laughs> and I don't know why. I think that's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. You guys, you guys crack me up so much. Oh, man. Sorrel says, I have the 945 LTE. I haven't needed to subscribe to the LTE services, though. If you do get the 945, I would love to see you preview their Pacing Pro feature in a race. Um, I'm not familiar with what that is. Is that the... Mm, I'm trying to think. No, I think it was Koros that just came out with a feature that... Um, I think it's a Koros. Or maybe we're talking about the same thing. I forget which watch it was, but I was looking at a, a watch that has a feature where as you're running, you know, a lot of times in a big city marathon, you're running through downtown like Chicago, the GPS is all crazy. There's a thing now with one of the watches where when you hit the lap timer at the one mile mark, it will reset itself and it knows that you're not just trying to mark a lap. You're telling the watch that this was the first mile. So it'll, instead of saying like, well, your first mile took you two and a half minutes and your second mile took you nine, you know, or whatever, it'll be like, oh, so that first button, that was the first mile. And then it'll kind of start to recalibrate itself uh, in terms of figuring out your average paces, if you're looking at that data field and all that stuff. So I don't know if that's like that, but um, that was something that I was, I think that came out from Koros, I'm trying to th say. I think it was before the Chicago Marathon, but I'm like, I don't want to test that right now. Maybe, maybe I will soon. Mm. All right. Well, guys, I had a lot of fun playing um, Decathlon Sells What. Um, I really hope to go see a, a Decathlon store in person soon at some point. Uh, I hope you guys had a, a lot of fun with that game, too. Uh, and I think that's going to be a good place for us to leave it for today. Tomorrow's video is going to be about uh, the Mizuno shoes that I just ran in, the one with the little plastic plate in it that I'm really actually surprised by. I'm really surprised. I'm, yeah, I didn't think I was going to like it at all. I was worried that I was even going to make it for my 10-mile run today, but I ended up kind of really liking it. So that'll be tomorrow. And then we'll do another live stream, same time as today, just a regular live stream for the Wednesday. Hopefully I'll see you then. In the meantime, BCF out there, everybody. Thanks.